in times of turmoil, in times like these, I find myself having the same old existential doubt that I have all the time. And especially right now, because with the world in chaos and idiots in charge and everything feeling like it's burning down, on Friday, this coming Friday, I will be celebrating the 1,000th episode of this podcast. And I, I, I can't believe that I've recorded that many. I can't believe that I've been doing it for that long. But I have. And so today, since I've been thinking about it a lot, I thought I would share with you my thoughts on why is Project Shadow on today's episode. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, and today we're going to ponder that existential question that only people like me get. Why is Project Shadow? I mean, seriously, why? Why? And hopefully you will find some entertainment, enjoyment, and maybe even some insight into your own projects in life as I display my own existential and epistemological crises to the world. Because, to be honest, those are the episodes that tend to do best on the show. Maybe I should be in crisis more often, or just be more open about it. So, um, as we're closing in on the 1,000th episode of this show, and with everything going on right now, I've, I've had to really think a lot about why. Why am I doing this? Why, why is it so important to me? And I've, I've done episodes in the past about those topics. The one I, I feel like most of the people listening to me right now have listened to because it spikes up periodically in the uh, downloads, even now, and it's called What is Project Shadow? Yeah, I know why I do this. I like talking to you all. I like the little community that we have, and I, 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 I'm not a proficient blogger. I, I feel really awkward being on the YouTube, so I try. And I, I like to talk. But that's not really why. It's not the why at all. See, this show has changed so much over the years. When I first started it, I, I I just wanted to put my voice out there. I wanted to play with it. I'd always wanted a radio show. And when podcasting first started, I thought, hey, that's my chance to have a radio show. And I just leapt in without really even thinking about what I was going to do or what it was going to be. And over the years, the show has changed a lot. It has been a news program. It has been a commentary channel. It has been a community forum for a brief period before Facebook took communities away from us all. 
It's been many things over the years, but at the heart of it, the one thing that I've found that makes this show worth doing is that sitting here in front of my microphone, watching a waveform crawl across the screen, imagining some of the comments that may come in from the people that regularly comment. I get to reveal unseen wonder often to myself and then to you. You know, back a long, long time ago, we went through a course with Guy Kawasaki and he, one of the things that he kept saying was find a phrase, the one pithy little phrase that defines what it is that you want to do, that you want to be. It's not a mission statement. It's a commandment. It is the essence of everything that you do. And distilled down and encapsulated in as few words as you can. And every time you write it down, try to cut words out and cut words out and cut words out. And the first draft of that was like four pages. And then we got it down to a page and then down to a paragraph. And eventually it all went out down to one simple word, set, a set of words, revealing unseen wonder. Because if I want to be remembered for anything, it's that. Because I think so many of us get lost in the day-to-day doldrums of the world. We get trapped in the stress of work or the panic of the crisis of the day. Some of those crises are real. Some are manufactured to ensure the consent of the masses. And others are real and have manufactured crises occurring in the middle of them so people can try to cling on to power, but we're not going to talk about that right now. No. The one thing that it's easiest to lose is wonder. You know, growing up, I always was afraid of becoming an adult. Because all the adults that I knew had one thing in common. They didn't seem to enjoy living anymore. They just didn't care. I mean, they cared, but... They had been beaten down so much by life and by everything that life brought them that that spark of joy that I felt as a child was gone in them. And I was so afraid that that would happen to me. I mean, I remember having nightmares about it. And just, it it was a constant terror that one day, one day, Whatever it's going to be that's going to break me is going to happen, and I'm going to shatter into little pieces, and I'm never going to be able to put myself back together again. I'm never going to be whole again. I'm never going to care about anything again. I'm just going to get by. Day in, day out, I'll do whatever I need to do just to get by. And that's all I'm going to have. Because from the adults in my life, that's what I saw. I'd seen how much life had beaten them down and beaten the joy of living 
out of them. And I didn't want, I didn't want that to happen to me. I mean, I knew I'd have to grow up. You know, this isn't some Peter Pan syndrome kind of thing. I knew I'd have to grow up. I'd have to learn how to be responsible, pay my bills and take care of myself and take care of things. And, you know, those I don't mind. Those are the things that are part of being an adult. But that lifelessness, that listlessness, that joylessness that I saw in my parents and my grandparents and their friends, our neighbors, I didn't want that. I didn't want that at all. Because life is short. Life is precious. And I wanted more. I knew that the idea of being wealthy, you know, who knows? That That's winning the lottery is winning the lottery. And I mean that whether it's a business idea or what, what whatever, you know, there, there, while there is skill and effort, there's also quite a bit of luck that goes into all that. And I knew that. And I, that's not what I set out for. That's not what I wanted. Fame. I mean, who cares about fame? You know, a bunch of people following you around to take your picture? No. If there was anything in this life that I wanted to have, it was wonder. I never wanted to forget what it was like to be a child and look out at the world with awe in my heart. To watch something and just let myself go and participate in it in all of its silliness and its sheer joy of it. And that's why I started this podcast. And it's, <laughs> it's really hard to say that now because I can hear the tone of my voice and I'm very serious and I'm very somber. And I have been for quite a few episodes and that's where the existential crisis came in. If my joy with this, if my, my joy, if my purpose with this show is to reveal unseen wonder and to keep that awe alive in me, how do I do that when everything is so overwhelming? How, how do any of us do that with all of this crazy going on? And I started thinking about what I wanted to do with this show and how I could make it better and how I could accomplish that very simple, straightforward mission. And that's how I got to the question today. Why is Project Shadow? Project Shadow exists because it is the one thing that I can do that I can do. No matter how bad I'm feeling, except for those few times when I literally lost my voice, um, <laughs> I could do this show in my darkest moments, in my sadness, in my joy. I could do this show. And it forces me to step out of myself. Because, yeah, I, I, I trust me, what you get on the show is me. Because I am a terrible liar. But I can't just be myself. You know, I have to structure my thoughts. I have to structure 
the ideas that I want to talk about. I have to be honest, but I have to also have something to say. And that process of bringing structure to the chaotic thoughts that go through my head, that's why there is a Project Shadow. That's why I do this. It's the one thing, it is the one thing that I can hold on to and I can rely on that I can hold on to in those times when I just want to run screaming through the streets like my hair is on fire. Not that I could really run because I can't, because you know, I've got bad knees and a bad back and all that, but you know, <laughs> metaphorically run. It's the one thing. It's my one thing. And, you know, periodically I look at it as a business because it's kind of a business. And I get so confused because I look at my daily downloads because, you know, who doesn't have that bit of vanity in them, right? And we've been going good. We're, we're pretty steady. We're still growing a little bit. But I look at my average, my 30-day rolling average, and it's uh, going down. Which makes absolutely no sense. If, if my downloads are consistent or even growing, then, then why is my 30-day rolling average going down? That, that, doesn't, that doesn't work. That doesn't make sense. And in a lot of ways, this, that, that mystery at the heart of this show, that every time when I load up the page to upload a new episode and I see that estimated audience size, which is a 30-day rolling average of the show, and my daily plays. And I just go, okay, well, those don't match up at all. Because if one's going up and the other is going down, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how that's possible. And I've kind of started taking it as a Zen koan. What, why is Project Shadow? Because the bigger we grow, the smaller we are. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. The more people that listen, the less there are of us. No, that 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 doesn't make sense either. I I I don't know how to make sense of it. And I think that's the point. I really do. Like, I, I know that there are those of you who have been listening for years, and some of you have been listening for oh, a decade. And I don't know why. I don't know why you listen. And I'm, this isn't me like asking you to stroke my ego or anything. Like I'm sure you have your reasons, but I don't know why you're here. Because I have always felt unworthy. I've always felt like there was nothing about me that was interesting or that anyone would ever care about. And I don't do this show for an audience. I mean, I really don't because I, right now I have three cats and a dog listening to me and that is my audience. I'm surrounded by various toys. I have the god Ptah looking out above me. I have Bob the skull who's always sitting next to me, keeping me on track. I have my raven nevermore and my Yodas. They're my audience. Because they're the people I see. And I'm not saying that you don't exist. But when I'm doing this, 
you're not there. I do this for me. And it amazes me that anybody out there cares or listens or anything to it. And yes, I want to say thank you. But in some ways, I feel like that is the secret to life. You know how they say that, you know, a person is a good person because they do what is right, even when nobody is looking. I, I think that that's like the secret for life itself that we've kind of forgotten in this era of social media. We should live our entire lives as if nobody's watching, as if nobody's listening. Because right now, as I'm recording this, nobody's listening. Well, opposed, aside from three cats and a dog, and whatever bugs happen to be in the walls. Eventually, someone will listen, and possibly even comment back. But if I were to do this for the audience, if, we, if I were to write for an audience, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't think about who might want to read or listen to what you do, I'm just saying, if you're not initially doing it for yourself, because you find purpose and meaning in it. You can't expect other people to find that in the work. And I think that's why the people that listen to the show, listen to the show. Like I've noticed that a lot of us have certain qualities in common. Most of us are creative, which doesn't <laughs> make, you know, seem odd at all because I talk a lot about creativity on the show. But I think a lot of us have that internal self-doubt. And I think a lot of us are looking for answers. And the one thing that I've learned over the years is that the questions are the important thing. The answers may come and they may change, but it's the question, never forgetting to question, that's important. Because so many podcasts I just can't bear to listen to because the person who's doing it just sits there and pontificates and this is the way that it is because I, the High Lord, have declared it. Well, I, I'm not the kind of person that can or should declare anything. You know, I can speak from experience, I can speak from my life, but I can speak from the knowledge that I've acquired over the years, but I, I'm not someone who should just declare things. Who am I to tell anyone that what they do, they shouldn't do, who they are, they shouldn't be? That's not my place. And that, I think, is why so many of the adults that I grew up around seemed so lifeless. Because they either thought that they were supposed to become that person, they were supposed to become that individual that could pontificate, that could stand up on the mountain and say, I know, I have figured it out. And when you look at the examples of adulthood that they had and the stories that they grew up on, that was the imagery that was offered to them. And no wonder they felt like life was hollow and empty, because we never have all the answers. And if you think that what makes you successful in life is knowing everything, 
having it all figured out, well, that would take some of the magic out of it if you haven't figured it all out. Because none of us have figured it all out. We're all here together on this journey, trying to keep hope alive, keep wonder alive, and to remember the questions and never, ever to think that we have all the answers. Because the more answers we think we have, the further from truth we usually are. Because the questions are what matters. Yeah, that's why Project Shadow. Why is Project Shadow? Because I'm here to reveal unseen wonder and to ask those questions and to remind people, no matter whether they want to hear it or not, that we don't know everything. And we probably never will. And that's okay. That's fine. And learning to embrace that unknowing with joy and gladness. What more could we want out of life? Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Project Shadow. I, I enjoyed making it. If you have, and you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear dis discussed on the show, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean. I would love to hear from you. You can also reach out to me on social media. I'm C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you've got a buck, you can pass my way in these difficult times. It would be greatly appreciated. In the show notes, you'll find a link to both listener support and my Patreon. If you don't have any, thank you to everybody who already does that. I always feel like it sounds like I forget to thank people, and it's just because I'm so embarrassed that people do that. <laughs> anyway, thank you to everybody who does that. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But, you know, if you know anybody you think would like anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out more than you know. Alrighty. 1,000th episode's coming up. This is going to be crazy. All right. Until next time, stay well, stay safe, and don't forget to have the fun. Bye.